to um, the uh, aspect of taking refuge, which is rather a very ancient uh, and for formality, but uh, I feel it can serve us also in our present time. And we could maybe allow ourselves more often um, now during this retreat to recollect ourselves in it and give it a chance um, uh, to experience it and see whether um, there is something in it which I can use, which trans helps um, uh, my practice along, which allows um, uh, some uh, something there for me to to experience and to learn. Um, and maybe uh, we could realize then that we can actualize some of the wonderful um, results of which I spoke yesterday we can have when we are uh, allowing just this simple um, simple formula or the simple uh, what is called refuge which is actually a very a very small ritual however in the Buddhist um, uh, tradition or Buddha, Buddhist uh, faith there is um, that is the highest um, uh, ritual ever so they are very there isn't much of that happening and this ritual is the highest and it is uh, not it is part is very connected to our uh, practice it's not something which is very so very formal outside of what we are doing it is calling and our attention to ourselves that is the red thread of the entire practice we are engaging. So please uh, see whether we can, you would like to do that. I give you two minutes now time, silently. Um, let us tune in into this ritual and into our body and into our mind and into our heart. If you are open to understand um, the meaning and uh, you allow your attention to be there where you are uh, speaking this um, refuge and uh, you at the same time <clears throat> you realize to some extent what it means for us and you can concentrate you make sure that you don't forget that you go very conscientiously through each refuge. The short, the short version we will take, I take refuge in the Buddha. You can see into my awakened mind, that is okay. I take refuge in the Dharma, realizing it's my practice. It's the law of the truth. things in the way they are. I take refuge in the Sangha. You may realize the Sangha is all around you. Everyone who sits with us. You may even feel very, very um, 
rich or enriched and supported. Also there is this feeling possible uh, to touch that um, I realize I cannot do it alone and here I have so much help right now. So, so what you have to do is to stay on course. I take refuge in the Buddha. I take refuge in the Sangha. I'm sorry, in the Dharma. I take refuge in the Sangha. The, for the second time, you know that you are attending and you are speaking and not forgetting. So make a beginning now. All right, come back, open your eyes, and we are continuing. Are we finished? Do we know we are sitting now and alert? Maybe realize already that that has uh, had a wonderful effect in terms of being more present there where I am sitting. We may recollect ourselves this moment also for the purpose of being here again, we are practicing a, a full awareness here in order to attain liberation, joy and happiness for our lives. Liberation from what? From that what is um, bringing us uh, hardship, making our de- lives difficult. The Buddha had a special word for it called dukkha, or suffering. And it is one of the three, um, three natural laws <coughs> we talked about in the, in the beginning, by which we are governed when we are not awakened. There's a lot of conditioning here, and not under- right understanding. <laughs> lot of suffering and hardship. Dukkha is a wonderful word if you need a new na- a name for your next grandchild or child. <laughs> Dukkha is a wonderful word. <laughs> and um, so to liberate ourselves from all these afflictions, for that reason alone the Buddha taught his teaching. Uh, he hesitated, by the way, in the beginning to teach. Why? Because it, that what he found out to do 
in order to liberate, uh, uh, come to liberation and freedom uh, from all this hardship and misunderstanding and anxiety. They all come from these three different characteristics, three characteristics he saw our lives. That is impermanence. It is everything is changing fast, my life included. It dies at one point. Then there is dukkha, there is hardship. Another thing of the three characteristics or natural laws by which we are governed. And, uh, um, and the last one is we don't understand at all what this I is about this life. Who is the, 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 the ruler of it? Who is the one who guides me here? This I, so far we had bad experience with it. So, so the Buddha also, we don't need to, we don't need, so the, our practice is developing awareness, becoming quiet, to understand all these things in us. You need only to take one. That, uh, that what we call hardship and dukkha and uh, suffering and uh, anguish. That's enough. When we notice that deeply and begin to understand it comes and arises here, uh, and um, <clears throat> we have access and to understand all the other three because they don't live behind us. They live also here where you are observing yourself, developing awareness in order to get rid and overcome and heal that what is bringing me all that anguish. You notice there that there everything is changing and you also begin to get a sense of this I that I refer to. It becomes clearer, you see? So it's nice to understand the basic things about the practice. Then when we sit down, we don't need to be so kind of bewildered. What shall I do now? All that talks so much. I don't understand what to understand now. Hmm? Just know. We s- <clears throat> to come to understand these things about us, the dukkha, the impermanence, and this I, who rules, who gives me the guidance here. What is this I? Hmm? Who is this? Who I am? So, um, um, the, the, the practice, how to do it, how to learn about the nature of these things, is by intense inquiry, the Buddha says, intense attention, caring attention. Intense doesn't mean it is separated from love and compassion. And um, it's, uh, it is based in this kind of atmosphere, caring for myself. If you really want to express your love to yourself, this is <clears throat> This would be the 
the highest love you can give yourself, your own dharma, your practice, the development of awareness. And now we have good tools. We start simple, of course. Um, we are starting to observe this, this, this body, because this body is which gives us a lot of trouble. And where the body is, is also the mind that gives us trouble too. The alone, the aspect of breathing, we feel sometimes tremendously uh, painful in this process. It's actually very a common phenomenon nowadays that people suffer from not uh, uh, um, f- more, n- not enough flowingness and uh, certain depths in breathing. It is all shallow and up here, and so we feel constricted. And when we sit down now, in order to take our breath or the body as a basis for developing awareness. That means I have to come quiet, I have to train the mind away from its usual ways of entertaining itself or leading my life in fantasies, in regrets, in past experiencing, in our desire systems. That is now very difficult to wean that mind away, to train it now. And where do we train it? Thinking about it wouldn't help. That brings more more thoughts into it and entangles us. The intellect cannot undo itself. It can do you in and entangle you into more depression, into more upsetness, but it cannot undo you. We have to empty the mind. It has to go more to its original beauty and emptiness. And at the moment we have nothing available. It's nothing here. It's where, where, where shall I start, you see? But we have, if you recollect yourself, of the capacities of our minds, we have there one faculty which is called attention. And that has no activities. And it doesn't, it doesn't think, think, it cannot think. It can only be present and attentive. Thinking is a different attitude, is different. Hmm? Is, is the conditioned mind. <clears throat> Uh, and uh, now <clears throat> we take the breath and the body as our focus for attention, and the breath doesn't speak back, doesn't talk back, and doesn't involve you into more thoughts. And the body not either. Body means my hands. Body means my knees. Hmm? Body needs needs means also my breath, but means my, my head, my cheeks, my mouth, cavity, everything is my body, wherever, and we can experiencing it, and can, through attention, bringing attention, what we always experience, but not awarely. We are practicing now awareness, and so, so that it becomes 
um, so that we can live in a space where we are attentive to whatever life gives to us, rather that we involve ourselves always with our comments and likes and dislikes and so on. Hmm? So, body is a beautiful thing now. It becomes the base for our attention, for our development of awareness, which we then can use in other situations. But that is then our main stream of our practice. <clears throat> in sitting meditation, the formal one, for we need deep quiet, we need no activity, we need, because it is on a very fine level, to experience the body. There are feelings from our lives unfolding inside, from our tactile consciousness, from our life force. And wherever we look and whatever part we take into our attention, um, into our focus, we have a chance now to um, witness the sensations which we are already experiencing. We don't place it there. We always experience it, but we don't know. Only when it is scratchy and when it is uncomfortable, then we can complain. We also maybe feel it sometimes, but not consciously, just because out of lust or of joy, um, when, when the body feels good. But we really don't know that we have acknowledged it. Hmm? So this is a clue. We become aware means some consciousness which plus understanding. So now, again, that is our practice now. Body serves us for developing this beautiful space through which we can liberate ourselves from all dukkha. It's a fantastic thing. Sounds simple. It's not so, it's simple, but not so easy to do. So we start now <coughs> with uh, sitting, um, the sitting meditation. So we make a very real beginning. Notice now that there is a body. I already see whether you can bring yourself into a little bit more sophisticated um, meditation posture. Let's see where you are feeling your, um, your the uprightness of your torso, it's all body, and it is a feeling. And let it just come to you, very general, not really focused yet. So, realize the support of the spinal column. See where it re begins and how it moves through the back of your, of your torso and so through the neck and it holds up on this end, this very sophisticated organism, our head. Hmm? So, get the feeling tone of it. If you have any discomfort, don't try to do now something. Uh, moving and turning your head. We want now a little bit more in, le in openness, accept this, um, uh, uh, 
this, this posture, meditative posture. If it's uncomfortable, just allow it to be felt. That is a sensation. Mm-hmm. And let's see a discomfort comes through, or the comfort, whether it feels soft, or whether it feels um, um, hard and some tensions are noticed. Just allow kind of to become more stable or attaining a certain stability now for this posture. It's a dignity, remember? One of the four. Does it feel dignified to sit in awareness? Can you notice that you are in attention? That you are not allowing the mind to slip away in its old dance, in its, which is always initiated by desires, by likes and dislikes. We want to overcome that, for these are very basic uh, um, strategies for the mind to make us our dukkha. So we, we are here up to, be, to get into liberation, to liberate us from it. But for that we need to understand very clearly the issues. And the, here in this case, the laws um, of, by which we are governed. The nature of the things we are going to explore. The nature of this body. So notice again this feeling tone of your uprightness. Yeah. Can you understand that you're noticing it still? Don't forget that we are noticing. We have to be alert, otherwise the mind slips very quickly off. Well, let's look a little to another aspect of the sitting posture. Feel, feel the body there where your legs are crossed. Rest. And, on, and a part of that base of the sitting body. Feel this stability, this resting of the upper body in this um, um, pelvic basin and uh, in the cross-specific disposition of the legs and feet. Just let no conflict come, come into it. And when you notice anything on the be- level of mind uh, coming up or emotion, return to noticing body sitting. Now, throw out that force that holds us upright. Um, Now, there where I feel my base in contact of the sitting posture, in contact with the floor, feel the support of Mother Earth beneath you. Hmm. Notice whether it is comfortable, whether you feel you inviting your shoulders to sitting too. 
that what you feel there, let it flow with it in the direction of gravity. It's body sensations which we are feeling. In the left shoulder, in the right one, maybe we, uh, we enlarge the region and add the, um, the um, domain of the shoulder blades. Feel in the left, through the left shoulder and shoulder blade region, your life. Notice what it communicates in the other side. You know, meditating and developing awareness, we have to withdraw on one level from the usual talking and uh, distractedness. So we have to bring the the mind always back when it returns to it. But that shouldn't bring us into a conflict or fight. Let uh, loving kindness, your friendliness, your care for yourself be always present. When you feel you have gone astray, that moment you can be already back. You don't need to bring your mind back. The recognition is doing it. Can you realize that we are connecting to ourselves, to different parts of the body? With this body, we are walking, we're doing everything. Can we realize that our eyes are closed and in which way we are holding them closed? Can you feel that this moment again? Can you realize both eyes are in your awareness? Hmm. They are covered by eyelids. Squeeze them very lightly, very lightly, and allow them to return to just being closed and feel the tenderness in this connection between these two parts of our body. Not forgetting our purpose of the meditation, is to cultivate the quality of the mind that can be present. Another quality is uh, can be present uh, more uh, longer, supported by concentration. Can you still notice your eyes? And suddenly maybe realize we are sitting, the whole human form, is sitting. The eyes are very special or just a part of, of this body sitting. So kind of see whether you can integrate it, you can understand. You don't need to think about it. You know you are sitting, do you? Notice what your mind is doing. Notice it again. And now include or bring into that awareness your eyes again.
That is the only time in which we can experience our lives, consciously and awarely, this present moment. That's the quality of, um, that's the purpose of cultivating awareness. That is this presence, or mindfulness, or I would even call it compassion to myself. Let's go and um, um, bring our attention maybe to the arms now, to the left and to the right. The issue both from the shoulders we just had a minute ago in our focus. And notice the messages of aliveness in the upper arms or the lower ones. And can we perceive our hands, in which way they have positioned themselves? Are they joined? Or are they singly resting on my knees? Whatever you find themselves, they are alive, part of your living process that sits, your living body. Feel their aliveness pulsation, perhaps, or vibrancy, just subtly. And this moment again, can you take another moment and two more without forgetting that you are perceiving aliveness and that you realize you are connecting to your body Can we also understand the mind is not on its own and has no way to create and bring me into greater confusion or anxiety? It's marvelous when you begin to understand a little deeper. That is also the task of mindfulness, to have an object and to go deeper, deeper into the nature of the thing we are focusing in. You see, we're connecting here. Be a marvelous opportunity for coming to return, for returning home, I would say, with your mind. But just by noticing what we have noticed so far. And now, let's take a moment where we just allow ourselves to notice somehow the center, the centerpiece of your sitting posture. I feel my diaphragm reaching for that. Not really grasping, just knowing. Then see yourself kind of with your man, your ability to envision and your attention is there where body is constantly in different parts expressing the life force and now we may be able to notice our breathing see whether you can discover it now and where offering anew this body 
for human body sitting here to the mind to discover consciously awarely fact that we are breathing and see whether you can allow it wherever you capture it now or connect it as where you recognize this is the touch of breath could be in the movement of the belly the belly moving pushes sometimes the chest up it could be in the rising of that part and when the breath goes out it lowers itself again falls back into it and it could be also where the air flows in i usually start noticing where the air gathers in order to move into the body you know where it moves into the body it doesn't come through your fingernails it comes through your nostrils it's the beginning the gate for the breath for the outer universe it's freely supplied it gathers first below the nostrils in front of two lips in front of the upper lip which extends up to and joins the base of the nose and nostrils this is another place where we discover and can get in touch with our breathing and if you don't find any sign of breath which might be for some people also the case then allow yourself to feel again body in different places the way we did it before or you can go to other places or you just allow yourself to to notice in a whole as a whole the body that is kind of a subtle a vibrating field you may not <clears throat> recognize any different places but it is just like a stream a field of energy composed of all these different ones connecting with ourselves can you recognize it that is the essence of meditation the lack of this connection my dear friends is very pre- predominant feature nowadays and we belong to them too at times more if the discomfort in sitting is too strong and you feel fidgeting too much please gently stand up and do it in standing because your breath doesn't go away when you stand your body feel continues being alive and giving messages to when you are standing so So we are realizing now we are um, 
connecting to body sensations, different parts, and sometimes the body as one field, and discover gradually more and more clearly the um, fact that we are breathing. So after we have found a little bit of and established a little bit more stability in our sittedness. And when you notice your body as a whole, that is a good chance, that moment where you allow to relax or to re-surrender yourself to the inner aliveness. I do it, uh, I notice my shoulder in those moments, and then kind of like an X-ray with my attention, I move from here through the torso, through the second part of the torso, quick, and capture for a moment the arrangement of the legs, and that motion that <clears throat> is inviting that what is being held to flow the gravitational direction, relaxing, becoming more soft within, resilient. We provide that way um, the flowingness of life, and that what has been tied and frozen up has a chance in those moments to release to be its itself. So we are alert for those places we may call tension, rigidness, or pain. And then allow yourself to really take it into focus. Right now maybe let's make an experiment. Where do you feel a certain tenseness. I'm sure if I mention your throat, you will understand that's why you feel tense too. Or maybe in your way you hold your head. Now, discover what is tension or discomfort or pain. It's a feeling. As body sensations, let it be felt, let your attention kind of go close and meet that feeling. That is, you know, that what observes as observing, witnessing mind, meeting the object, body sensations. Now, specifically, we mentioned those which we call tension. And then notice it, and notice the feelings of it again. And you will see it changes. It begins to heal any discomfort in the body of this nature, tension or so, has a great chance to, to be healed and softened and to flow in its naturalness.
So we're becoming aware of tensions, I said. Again, let's go and look at our eyes. What are we holding here? Can we permit the eyelids just to touch the eyeballs? Relax into the cheeks below and maybe into the eyeball region. And feel again life pulsating, vibrating through these two sections, eyes. Mm-hmm. And we may continue and go into the region of the cheeks and notice where do they end and give way to the chin. Feeling is the object of attention. Sensations, bodily, it's an experience which is called the tactile experience. When I take. So let shoulders drop again and relax into the arms more and permit the hands to relax more into their own livingness. And to remain another moment here. Quietly, you understand you are quiet, noticing the hands again. You may also be notice that your mind is slipping away. Remember, right now we deal with this part of our body just by reg- registering it. You register simply thinking. That's all. And if it, it might uh, go away by one or two times, registering, you can need sometimes more of those. And when after that you are very naturally finding yourself back where you remember you were taken into the thoughts. It's not a denial. It is just practice that we have somehow rules here in order to proceed and progress in the cultivation of awareness. Take a moment to reset yourself throughout the whole body again and see whether you understand or you know what you are doing. Can you get a touch of that, what does the work? Mindfulness, attention. Here is a body sitting and there is a mind observing. But they are very close together, but we can distinguish them because they are two different lifestyles or characteristics. So. So in this way we learn right away to be a little bit calm and quiet when thoughts are rising 
you see yourself overwhelmed in other moments, you go back, body sitting, body breathing. We learn something very important of benefit for our day-to-day life. We can free some fleeting moments ourselves from the overpowering uh, um, of compulsive thinking and get quiet. Hmm. How does it feel when you realize your mind and attention is not thinking? And if it thinks, it has no, not much power over it. Feel the softness in your heart, your willingness to practice. We have a few minutes left, seven. I think let's now be quiet. I don't give any support anymore, invitation. You create your own practice. Stay alert and awake to your, the way you are sitting in a dignified manner, in a knowing manner. You want to see yeah, that you can um, be, you are stable when the thought comes. You're not going with it. You register it, thinking, thinking. And your mind goes back to cultivating, to the cultivation of uh, awareness with body sensations at the object. places of tensions, places of sensations that are warm or cool, soft, being aware of your mind, my own attention, and being aware of how body feels in, on the level of its aliveness and life force. With each mo- mind moment, with each moment of time, we are practicing developing awareness and building the foundation for our liberation from that what makes all hardship in my own heart and mind, in others and in the world. Feel the breath again. Feel it in the body. Feel that touch when you notice. You may not notice it in the beginning. You may notice when the shoulders are rising or the belly is expanding. See yourself allowing it to happen 
in your presence. Feel the presence. And now I say, do you know that? Feel the presence of your awareness, of body and breath. Our sense of hearing is also very open. We do hear all the time, but we don't know, only when it is uncomfortable. So in that silence now, we may just um, use that silence also as an object of attention for a moment. Helps supporting being present more steady, it makes it more stable when we sometimes shift to another object other than just the body, sensations, it's also sensation, hearing. Can you hear the silence and know it and still know that your body is sitting in the meditation posture and then shift back to body and breathing. And thoughts that arise are gently met, lovingly recognized and registered and more lovingly let go, go of them. Resting with my mind in my body, in the sensations of its aliveness. Resting in the sensation of the breath, of its touch in the body.
let's close with our breath and the sound of our chant. Take a breath, gently breathe in. Wonderful way to notice your breathing again. A new breath. Let the OM go through your whole body. The AH has a different quality. Look at me. You see when you start. Ah, there's that feeling. Ah, Om. It's like the beginning and the ending. Hmm? It's an opening. The sound of Ah is actually the most ancient chant. Not no more, it's just the Ah. I learned it actually in a meeting uh, where I met, where, I, where the Dalai Lama conducted this retreat. He said, now we are going to start with the most ancient chant. Everyone was perked up. They thought about enlightenment is right around the corner. (laughs) The ancient chant by the Dalai Lama. And then he said, ah. Again he said, ah. They were waiting for more. Ah, and then it went on for, for quite a time. It was wonderful. So I connected it with OM. It's kind of for our breathing, uh, noticing the breath more clearly, better suited. Okay, a few times. Let's do that as an ending. Prepare. Notice your dignified sitting. Notice that the Everything we do needs a breath, and especially the voice. Childly, without sound, let it come in, invite it. Ah. Oh, yeah, that was the small one, not the big one. the transition to the next breath from no breath. Aum. Your breath. Aum. You notice that kind of going out let the sound go through you to uh, back to earth from where it came. Aum. For the foundations of four foundations of mindfulness, four times now, the ending. Oh.
last one look up Aum. so what is next Walking practice for those who are not primal energy. that movement of the, of the breath going out, going down, breath goes out and the body resets it, deflates actually. That what has been risen with the in-breath is, um, is setting back <coughs> to deflating itself, yeah, so that it can rise again, give us energy again. It's a beautiful motion, like being born, living, and dying. That is what's happening with the breath each time. again. Aum. Feel your sound sweeping through your body and through your mind. sensitive to the way we consume this precious energy which we call breath 
So if we start right away with a full volume, we are too quickly exhausting everything, the energies. And that what we perform does not have any more that grace. Everything has a beginning and a tuning in. Um. Notice what happens to you now. Well, thank you. Thank yourself. Was it of benefit? Do you feel good about it? Jane, what did you discover? That pause at the end is very long. Yeah. It is, yeah, when you can witness it, and wonderful things happen in that time. You learn to be present, hmm? concentrated, and you give space for noticing that what arises again. When you stay to the end, you notice the beginning. That's one very important aspect of the practice. In the practice, there is a stage of development which is called the rising, uh, rising and falling a level of accomplishment, where you notice of everything, the beginning and the ending, and the new beginning, the continuity <clears throat> is broken. We get more what is each instant is. So, did you like that, Jane? Yes, because um, with that moment of concentration, um, waiting to see when it wanted to come back again, um, um, there, beside the fact that it was so long, it was so full um, and easy and gentle and then it could be right there at the beginning. Yeah. So she talked about gentleness and easy and being able to wait till it happened again, till it was flowing out that last portion of out-breath. There was a pause and then came the new in-breath. It was effortless. And it was effort, no helping. Then we came that is a reporting of that what we call allow to notice your breath to happen naturally as it does its natural flow. We all manipulate it a lot. Or we let it just kind of uh, do its thing. And when we think a lot and are distracted, what happens? These thoughts take wisdom, they steal from the breath energy, the very fine energy, 
the very fine energy from the breath goes with the thoughts and it goes into the concepts. So you get just a minimum, the min, the minimum. I did a minimum of 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 energy or or um, oxygen. Hmm? The finer there is a very aspect or energy within the oxygen, fine called life force or prana, and that splits. It goes with the thoughts, and then you find yourself sitting and say, "I don't have a breath. I don't know what I'm what I'm I'm feeling dead." Hmm? You, it's very. That's totally being disconnected. Very big, predominant teach feature with people nowadays. You talk with psychiatrists and psychologists; they will tell you big stories about this dilemma. How does it feel? Would you share? How does it feel yes. now? Yeah, with the sound it went easier, didn't it? Yes. Could you notice that the sound goes, kind of flows through the body, open, and you could uh, notice that um, at that um, moment also the the, the um, um, deflating, the leaving of the breath gets less and less. At the end, we could only find ourselves with. Oh, ah, um. And was finished. Hmm? And you can refine more and more, divide the energies more evenly. Realize the beginning is slow, then it is a big, big opening, crescendo. Yeah, Jane, you are a musician. And then it goes down, and then suddenly, mm, and you let go. Don't go and insist to the very last, just before. Mm. And you relax into it, and there you can be open for the new breath. Hmm? It's a nice feeling. Lotion, you smile. <laughs> it's all about to feel better, to be more happy with body and mind. And that's what we do. We train for that, for that happiness that is available to us in life, and lets us respond more evenly and more happily to life. Right? Now we sit. Now you make sitting meditation with your breath, with your body sensations, with all what is available for you now as your skillfulness. Hmm? I love you.
So find your new beginning. You don't need to need to connect right away to your breath. Just listen into the silence. Feel the breathing of everybody. Or know that they all breathe and sit and uh, are engaged in the same t- on the same track, in the same action and activity as you are. We all share our difficulties and our joys here and our discoveries. It's nice to, to open up in, in, in a wider way, not just otherwise we grasp right away. Where is my breath? How shall I start my attention to the body? See it. Tune yourself in, like every musician is tuning of the violin, the strings tightening, tuning. It just doesn't start right away. think more, you could also begin with the very thing we were finishing, we ended silently. Aum. It's a wonderful calling for connecting again to breath, to body, to body sensations, to life, where it occurs.
No straining, no striving, no conflicting unnecessarily ourselves with our practice. If I cannot do it so well, just notice that, gracefully accept, for it has arisen in you. And if you find that it is active on the thought level, you just gently register again that event. Thinking mind, thinking thoughts. Thoughts are thinking. Or you think you, thoughts are thinking. Noticing.
Ah. Uh-huh.